0: What's up, guys? I just wanted to say super big thanks for listening to podcast in Lockdown Universe for the past year and a half. It's been such a pleasure for me. Um, I'm just going to send a shout-out to everyone who's donated, and I just would appreciate anything that you can donate um, as it will help me buy more equipment. Uh, and I just want to do this for you guys full-time, man. I, I, Just want to bring you guys more content. Uh, I'm looking at developing uh, a video channel so that I can uh, have a video channel to interact with you guys as well on YouTube and TikTok um, and a few other platforms. So uh, if you can, feel free to drop a couple bucks into the Anchor uh, pot. You can just log into anchor.fm and go to Lockdown Universe and drop something there. It'd be super appreciated. Uh, Even if you can't, that's okay. But if you can, just a few dollars makes a huge difference. Thanks so much, and let's get on with the show. What up, what up, what up? Welcome back to Lockdown Universe, some of the bizarre, peculiar, and unheard of stories of UFO legend and lore. Welcome back, welcome back. Happy to be back. Hopefully, you guys are doing well and taking care of yourselves. So, today we're going to talk about a 1987 a case. That took place in the Rendlesham Forest. Now this is not the typical Rendlesham Forest case that you know about. This is totally different. Okay, This is an event where an individual was abducted uh, by an air spacecraft. And he has photographic evidence of it too on top of that. And he underwent hypnotic regression to talk all about his abduction. And what the aliens talked to him about. So let's dig in. So the, this incident occurred on December 1st, 1987. Uh, in the early morning, Spencer, uh, who was our our uh, protagonist, um, left his home in Ilkie. I'm not sure where that is, but it's in the UK. Uh, he said goodbye to his wife and children to meet his father-in-law, who lived on the other side of the moor. So, Ickley Moor is an upland moor, moorland and conservation area in Yorkshire, England. Uh, has notable bird population, walking trails, and tranquil views. Uh, apparently it goes back to the Bronze Age. And it's known for its legends of strange creatures that roam in the darkness and strange lights that have been seen coming from the mist. Um, so there is RAF Menwith Hill Military Base, which accounts for some of the UFO sightings. But as Spencer started to navigate his journey, it was dark and he had a compass to navigate through this dense fog. Uh, he was hoping to capture some beautiful sights of the moor on his way, and when he passed um, through some areas called White Wells, which was an 18th century town, he was distracted by something unusual. He saw a small-sized creature with a long, with long arms similar to the shape of a sock monkey, which I have no idea what that is. Um, so surprisingly, this creature made a strange move with its right arm like it was waving at Spencer. And that's the moment he captured the entity on his camera before it disappeared behind the slopes. Now, there is a picture on this article on How and why. if you want to take a look at it. Um, according to Spencer, the creature had big black eyes, pointed ears, strangely long arms, and had a hoof for its feet. A hoof that was split into two toes on its feet. So this isn't a gray, this isn't a reptilian. It has pointed ears, big black eyes, and strangely long arms. This doesn't sound like any Orion gray, doesn't sound like a standard robotic bio gray. It doesn't sound like a reptilian, doesn't sound like anything we've ever heard of before, at least not me. So let's keep going. What happened next is truly shocking. Spencer stated that he immediately followed the creature but lost it. Subsequently, he claimed to have seen a dome-shaped spacecraft that rose from the moor and disappeared into the sky. Now, what was confusing for him, he seemed to be confused as if things weren't adding up. He came to his father-in-law's village and was shocked to see the time on the church clock. It was already 10 a.m. He couldn't understand where he had missed two hours. He thought that he might have hallucinated everything, but his doubts were cleared up after he had the photo processed, and he got, became assured that he saw that creature and the event did actually occur. Uh, did occur. Now, the, the photograph itself was a bit blurry, but you could still see the alien very well. The, neg- the negative was later examined by UFO experts. They didn't find any signs of tampering, and that means that Spencer took a real shot of an alien creature. So that's really cool. You don't see this stuff in the main mainstream media. You gotta go looking for it, and we've got found it for you here. <coughs> now, um, so that there was a lot of analysis done on the photo. The photo has stood up, stood the test of time with multiple examinations. Uh, but the strangest didn't end there because he went under hypnotic regression to find out exactly what happened. So what happened next is even more fascinating. So let's dig into that. So, what happened? So he started to have strange dreams in which he saw a starry sky, and he wondered what could have happened during this missing time. He was advised by UFO investigators to undergo hypnosis, uh, and he recalled the creature approached him before he took the photo. He said, under hypnosis, this is why he's under, under hypnosis, I'm walking along the moor. Oh, it's quite windy. There's lots of clouds. Walking up towards the trees, I see a little something. I can tell, but he's green. It's moving towards me, oh, I can't move, I'm stuck. He's still coming towards me, and I can't, I still can't move, I'm stuck. And everything's gone fuzzy. I'm I'm floating along in the air, I wanna get down. And these green things walking ahead of me and I don't like it. I still can't move, I'm going around the corner. This green thing's in front of me. Oh, God, I want to get down. There's, uh, there's this big silver saucer thing, and there's a door in it. I don't want to go in there. Everything's gone black now. He remembered he had been examined by the creatures inside the ship, and they showed him a movie about a disaster that would occur if people did not stop population growth on Earth and begin to reduce the pollution these are the main components of what he saw inside of this ship he saw that they showed him a movie that a disaster would occur on the planet if we didn't stop population growth and pollution after that he was returned to the back to the moor with no memory of his abduction he had to undergo this hypnosis to find out what happened isn't that interesting though to me it seems like you know they're showing them this movie right and they they want it to be known that earth will be destroyed if we don't save it but yet they cover up the memory you know it's like they're implanting these subliminal messages that we're supposed to act upon but they don't want us to know that they we received the message from the aliens themselves so you know this 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 comes up time and time again and every every abduction, right? There's so many abductions where this exact story takes place. And I don't want to keep harping on it because, you know, I don't want you guys to think that I'm, you know, anti-population or anything like that. But I think we all know that, you know, there is a population problem. You know, we can't keep populating at the rate we're at and expect to have a planet worth fighting for in 50 years. You know, it's just going to be, you know, we're going to zap all the resources. So, You know, that's why those Georgia guys, they talk about the fact that we need to keep population under a certain amount. You know, 500 million seems to be a bit low, but, you know, I think we can definitely work towards, you know, not having explosive population. Because here in America, we're having a tough time even keeping up with housing, trying to build enough houses for people. Uh, Material prices have gone through the roof and, and all kinds of things. So I think that there's some workings on behind the scenes to, to make it too expensive really to build and, 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 um, you know, increase the cost of housing so that, you know, it's, it's prohibitive, but, uh, we'll see what happens, uh, in the near future. Um, I don't know where it is in your, or how it is in your neck of the woods, where you're listening around the globe. If you're in Australia, Canada, uh, Mexico, Europe, but, um, you know, we have listeners from all over the world and, and you can see, you know, especially in China and in these in Mexico City and these highly populated areas, LA, where there's this dome of pollution over it. And when COVID hit, and nobody was traveling, the dome of popula uh, the dome of pollution was gone. They took pictures of before and after. The the, the 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 pollution was done. It was it was it was over. It was clear, clean skies. So what does that tell you? These vehicles we're driving around and are killing us killing our planet and we're doing more damage than we're going to be able to repair soon enough we've known this for years right wasn't 2012 going to be the year that we had to stop polluting and, and 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 start progressing right 2012 was like the make it or break it year a lot of abductees talked about 2012 being that make it or break it year and now the government's talking about by 2030 that uh all cars must must uh average 30 to 35 miles per gallon and they're looking at by like 2050 they have to average like 50 or 100 miles per gallon something crazy so it's going to be interesting to see what happens but nonetheless we'll end the abduction event there we'll end the talk about you know pollution and overpopulation there as well don't want to oversaturate that but what do you think about the subduction case what do you think about you know the fact that everybody seems to have to undergo hypnosis to undercover they're cover. what what's happened to them, or at least you know a significant amount. It's not everybody, but there's a lot. probably you know, it seems like maybe 75 percent of abductees can't remember most of what happened. Um, but there are a, a significant portion that do get to remember, you know, especially a lot of females. Um, it seems like us males get knocked out easier than the females do. Um, so what do you think? leave your comments, uh, you know, on podcast here. If you want to go check out the TikTok, go check out the TikTok. It's at Lockdown Universe 24-7 on TikTok. I do some live videos there. You can check out some of those. I talk about the stuff on the podcast, talk about some new stuff. And, um, you know, we like to have fun there. And, you know, maybe I'll start doing some lives there as well. So... Hopefully you guys can join me there. So in the meantime, guys, take care of yourselves. Take care of your family. Take care of your loved ones. Follow through on your hobbies and your goals and your dreams. Take care of your physical health, emotional health, spiritual health. Do what you got to do to survive. And as always, continue to question the universe around you. Till next time, guys, take care and Lockdown Universe out.